With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast. Upgrade your backyard and window treatment with Blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long. Go to the link in our show notes to shop up to 35% off site-wide. That's the link in our show notes for up to 35% off site-wide. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah, we talking facts over feelings. Check my statistics. If we talking about go, you gotta give me a mention. This is rational hour. If we being realistic, this is rational. They said I couldn't do it, but I did it. Work ethic like mine, but you know that boy is a problem. Tell me when to get them, then I got them. This is rational hour. I'm just keeping it a honey. This is rational hour. Everything you doing, I done done it. Welcome to the Rational Hour, Ryan. I have a very special guest on today's show. Please help me welcome the band, the myth, the legend, Mr. Mike Ortiz. How you doing, sir? Doing good yourself. Thank you for taking the time to come on the Rational Hour. We're going to talk a little NFL football. Week one is around the corner, Mike. First game on the docket, you know, Tampa Bay at home against the Cowboys. Uh, Tampa Bay comes in at minus seven and a half. Uh, how do you see this game playing out, and do you see the Bucks opening up, you know, their first game as defending champs in a, a good game, a route, or the Cowboys pull upset? Tom Brady, uh, unfortunately, his comments when the when the schedule got revealed, and you know, at, at the time, you know, I, I think you know he was obviously still embracing the bull win, the Tampa Bay lifestyle, that nice, you know, in May it's beautiful in Tampa, you know, there's it's. It's unmatched, but I think he dug his grave back in May when he poked fun about America's team, and it just gave the Cowboys, you know, some extra fuel to the fire this offseason. They made a lot, a lot of changes that I didn't think that they would even make. One of those, the most important change, I think, was uh, the firing of Mike Nolan and the hiring of Dan Quinn. Uh, with Dan Quinn being his position that got him a, a head coaching uh opportunity in the NFL, you know, that with that being a defensive coordinator for many years there in Seattle. Now he's going back to his position as a defensive coordinator with a, a Dallas Cowboys team talent on defense. And, you know, I, I know that goes without being said because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, last year, you know, look at their stats. This is not a good defense. You know, I mean, they did make a lot of good additions in the offseason, but they still have they're still bringing back a lot of players that had a lot of talent. And I think this Cowboys on opening night, and I love the Cowboys plus seven and a half to open up the season. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I, it's going to be a really good game. I think it's a great matchup. Um, I'm interested to see that defense, Mike, because last year they were not that great at all. And uh, I think, um, you know, getting to D.C. will help them a lot. They, I love the the young kid they drafted. Um, 
out of Penn State, uh, Michael Parsons. I think he's a stud. And if the linebackers can stay healthy, like Van Der Esch and uh, Jalen Smith to, to pair with him, they bought in uh, Kendall O'Neill uh, from uh, the Saints. I think he's a, a headhunter, uh, strong safety. Uh, I think he's a big addition for them. But like you mentioned before, that some of the guys that they brought in, uh, I love the, the rookie, uh, Joseph. Uh, they got uh, an interesting team, man. It'll be interesting to see if they can bounce back and pull the upset. Uh, I think it's going to be um, key for Dak if he is healthy. You know, a lot of whispers of his shoulder is equally healed. You know, I know Zeke has lost a lot of weight. He looks ready to go. And um, I love the receiving core with Amari and, and, uh, and CD and uh, Gallup. Offensive line, you know, the offensive line should be back to form like they were you know, two years ago. Uh, last year was just a mass unit. Uh, how do you think Dak looks out the gate, man? Do you think he's ready? I do. I really do. And that's the thing a lot of people forget is last year, the Dallas Cowboys and Dak, Dak was, he was on track. Obviously, you know, he, you know, we need to see a full season, but obviously he was, he was on track for an MVP season. And this offense, the way that they were playing, Noted the defense was absolutely god awful, but the was amazing. And and this is this offense this year with Michael Gallup in a contract year, you're you're gonna see the, an offense that you know I I play, but I, they're gonna be one of the greatest. They're gonna be the new modern day era of the greatest show on turf. With Dak Prescott now with a contract, you know he's got his money. He has his uh, you know. He's not playing on a one-year deal. You know, his future is locked up. You're going to be able to see Dak now be able to be a little bit more mobile because he's going to he's going to take those run plays where he might not have before because, you know, he doesn't have a contract. If he gets hurt, what's to say that, you know, his future is safe? So now with Dak, you know, a deal lined up, you know, he's going offense is going to be a problem to stop. And I'm going to be very excited to watch this uh, opening night game. It's going to be a very, tr- very good treat for us. So you, you, do you think uh, uh, it, it's a close game or it's just Cowboys take over second half type situation? I truly believe it's Cowboys outright win. I'm mm. upset. First game, opening night, Super Bowl champs, get punched in the face. How do they don't <laughs> like this defense and th- this Cowboys team is, is for one year, you know, going into. How, how, uh, lastly, Mike, uh, Tom, I mean, father time, I mean, he's 44. How long can he hold up? Is this the year age catches up to him? Or do you think he still stays at a high level? Be wrong before <laughs> I uh, try to bet against Tom Brady. <laughs> I will always say this is he's not falling off this is, he's gonna keep playing it until he actually falls off if he ever falls off <laughs> uh, okay. I, I i definitely don't see it this year um you know this is something they built in tampa bay obviously they have a great offensive line as well uh to protect to protect brady but the weapons he had around a nice off season underneath his belt uh that, that's that's another scary offense to face as well. So, okay. uh, next game, I have the Bills at home against the Steelers. Uh, Buffalo comes in at minus six and a half. Ah, what do you think about this game, Mike? Uh, uh, this looks like it could be a black and blue game. 
but you have two great defenses battling each other. But the biggest question mark for me is is the Steelers' offensive line. I, I know, like all on the Harris train, and I even heard some comparisons uh, last week and this week of how some people maybe on Bell type of year like when Le'Veon Bell first came to the Steelers and how well they ran the ball. That was an offensive line that had the, you know, had, had the Pouncey brothers. They, like, they, they were really good. They had a really good offensive line back in that time. That offensive line is, is nowhere near that level. Um, and I don't even think is a top 20 offensive line right now in the NFL. To come up against a Buffalo Bills defense you know, front seven that is just as ferocious as they are, and, you know, good luck. And it's going to be and, – and having a quarterback like Big Ben, listen, he's a very tough quarterback to take down, but he's older and, you know, being less mobile. I really think that this might – this could be a game that could get really ugly really quick. Who do you like? Buffalo. I, I think the Bills – I think the Bills could get away with this. You know, I, I – Seeing it at six, six and a half, I, I'm I'm not shocked that this is not already up to ten because, like I said, the offensive line obviously is a big question mark. But I, I don't see I'm on the side where I, I offensive line being an absolute like debacle, like just not being able to stop anything. <laughs> Last year there was a lot made of the Steelers not really being able to run the ball. Um, do you think they balance it out more on offense, or do you think Big Ben, uh, Big ben just airs it out like he did before uh, with uh, Johnson, Claypool, and, and Smith? I mean, I think I think you're gonna you're gonna have to see them air it out because of, like I said, I, I think their offensive line is is better for pass blocking than it is run blocking, and you know I, I think they're gonna really find themselves in a lot of situations where it's gonna be second and long situations because they ran in on first down and got stuffed or lost yards and it's gonna and I I just I don't see this offensive line thing going especially in week one against this Bills defense and you know week one is where you want to you know be able to build your confidence and start moving your season forward and I I just don't see it with uh, the Steelers this year I think I think we're seeing the Steelers maybe in a transition type of year with maybe they're going to get away from Big Ben and it's only just gonna have to turn over the pieces a little bit. Mm. What about the, the Pittsburgh defense? They were really good last year. Um, they have you know such great athletes on their outside. They got Devin Bush, uh, Watt, and they they also signed uh, Melvin Ingram from uh, the Chargers. And I love uh, Mika Fitzpatrick, uh, Roman the secondary. Um, does this defense take a step back, or you think they still hold par to where they were? The de- the defense. Will- I, I don't think that at all. I think maybe the defense might even take a step forward as they might have – they're going to have more opportunities, I think. Uh, just I really – you know, and I, I don't want to beat up on the Steelers here, but, like, that offensive line really concerns me. But the defense, that's still curtain is back, and it's it's okay. there. And, you know, Josh Allen, it, like I know I, I said I'd take the Bills minus six and a half as it's going to – you know, as I think it will be like a – not necessarily a cakewalk, but six and a half, you know, pretty fairly easily. But, you know, Josh Allen's going to have a, a tough opening day as well against that defense. There's no doubt. Okay. Black and blue. 
love this matchup. Uh, this everyone, um, you know, remembers the playoff game. This was a really good playoff game. But the Browns travel to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs come in at minus six. Um, you know, the Chiefs said they're going to try to go undefeated, 17 and 0. Um, Mahomes seems to be uh, motivated from the Super Bowl loss. And the Browns are really a solid football team. Uh, uh, I just think that they're really uh, defensively sound and offensively. They have one of the best ground games in the in, in NFL. And I think Baker is just a good game manager, not the greatest quarterback, but he's just a good uh, game manager, um, just real competitive guy. Uh, how do you see this one playing out, Mike? What do you think about the Cleveland KC matchup? I think this is going to be a great game to watch. And, you know, from a, a, a betting, I'll stay away from this game. Um, and the reason being is I, I want to see how Baker does a, does this year. Like, he had a great season last year, and he was able to do some things that I didn't think he could do. And one of those things was really, like, I believe that he's a one-read one read quarterback, I really do. And, you know, obviously last year he showed that he wasn't just a one read quarterback because, you know, he would, you know, maybe his third, fourth option on the play, he would actually see him and hit him on stride, hit him on target. I, I want to see if he's able to carry that over again this year and, you know, duplicate that or last year. And they have a great offensive line, so that, that helps going to be there as well. They have a phenomenal run game. They have a phenomenal wide receiving corpse as well with Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, you know, two very great wide receivers who I know are very hungry to, uh, you know, restore some power in Cleveland and, you know, get their chance at a Super Bowl. Defense is the defense is, but you're playing Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, and I I just don't see, you know. The Kansas City Chiefs that didn't win a Super Bowl last year, who are very hungry, probably starving uh, at this point. So I, I think the Chiefs will take care of business week one. Uh, like I said, as far as the number and stuff like that, I, I would stay away from this game and just enjoy it as a fan. But uh, I like the Chiefs week one. Um, Mike, what do you think of – the Chiefs' offensive line, I mean, they were pretty banged up all year last year. They brought in Orlando Brown from the Ravens. Um, they also signed Cal Long, uh, Mike Rimmers, um, Joe uh, Tooney. Um, uh, they also got um, Devernay uh, back from um, a year off um, working yep. in, in the medical field. Um, do you think this offensive line gets rounded up? Do they get, you know, pr pretty much Patrick the time that he needs? Yeah, I mean they they addressed they addressed the issue, like I guess they're like one beat, quote unquote, sort of be, you know, their offensive line. They addressed that issue and they you know they made it to the Super Bowl last year. They won Super Bowl the year before. Like, what is their ceiling now? It's it's scary. It's going to be scary to see, and it, it could they could be runs the whole whole table if the offensive line stays healthy and it. You know, plays up to par because if Pat time, who knows what he can do? <laughs> Jeez, yeah, that's scary. Um, <laughs> Odell Beckham, does he come back to the Odell that we know of from back in the day, or do you think it takes him some time to get back to full speed? I, I think so. And the thing here, last year's season is 
a lot of people forget that like it started and it's still throughout the whole year there was a lot of there was a lot of COVID issues, COVID protocols. Like the, the last season, I, I wish we could just take and rip out of the book and just erase it from NFL completely because, you know, I think there's a lot into how things went last year. And I think there's, you know, like with, for instance, with Odell Beckham, you know, I don't want to say blame COVID. He just had an off year. I think he's going to bounce back just fine. Um, you know, obviously, and I know, you know, got a hold of all that other stuff with his, you know, what he does with his girlfriends and that sort of thing. But, you know, I, 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 I think we're going to start seeing some one-handed orders, that sort of thing. We're going to, we're going to be seeing that again this year. I, I think OBJ's back. Okay. Yeah. It'd be good to see that. He's, well, you know, one of the, the bright personalities in the league, you know, media loves him. Social media loves him. He's always on. Uh, sports center so uh, he's just a great personality real real charismatic guy uh, how about on the other side of the ball Mike Cleveland you know they brought in Javon Clowney um, they got a lot of good young guys they also signed John um, John Johnny Johnson from the Rams at safety um, they got Denzel Ward Greedy Williams Craig uh, Greg Newsom the rookie um, Malcolm Smith uh, this defense gonna be Pretty scary, uh, you know, with Miles Garrett and Clowney on edge. Oh yeah, the, the, this defense is very, very, very scary. And, and if if we were talking about the Browns going up, you know, I would say against maybe probably there's probably like twenty, you know, twenty eight other teams. You know, I'm not gonna say the full thirty two, but if you if you had a matched up against maybe you know, twenty other teams besides this Kansas City team, I would say the Browns are gonna win. Easily um, with this yeah. with this defense, with this offensive line, with the weapons they have on offense. But when you're playing a guy like Patrick Mahomes and a coach like Andy Reid, who had the entire offseason to prepare for this game, your your defense is great, but they're gonna be tested week one. And that's that's just another reason from a betting aspect, I would just watch this game as a fan and just enjoy it because there's so many there's so many questions of like what could happen and you know, this could happen. That like, how is the defense going to be? How is Baker going to be? You know, how is that Kansas City offensive line going to hold up against this defense? So many measuring sticks that I want to see play out um, in this game. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to watch it. I cannot wait to watch this one. <laughs> That's just it's just a good game. Yeah, just stay away from that one. It's too close to call. Yeah, just watch uh, it. Just enjoy. Just watch it. Just enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel you on that. Um, next game. We got Green Bay going down. Well, actually, now they're saying it's not going to be in New Orleans. They move it actually outdoors to uh, Jacksonville. But Green Bay versus New, um, New Orleans. Um, Green Bay, last line I heard, I've seen was Green Bay minus four. That might, that might change. But uh, this should be an interesting matchup. You know, a lot of question marks with both teams. Um, Jameis Winston got the start in New Orleans to take over for Drew Brees, uh, who retired after so many years. Um, Aaron Rodgers back under center in Green Bay. Um, this is an interesting matchup, man. I, I really like uh, this this game. Um, two playoff teams. Um, how do you think this this matchup goes, Mike? And um, what do you expect to see? So this is this is a very interesting. A lot of people really aren't talking about the most. I think the most important piece of this 
of his game, and that's you know the the through New Orleans and or through Louisiana, and and is the reason that they're gonna have to play this game in Jacksonville. And with that, with that moving piece, if you if you're if you're a better if you're, if you're betting on this game, there is no way that you are gonna touch New Orleans in this in this football game. However, there is a bet that I do love in this game, and that's the over. I do love the over in this game, um, and the reason for that is. The Packers offensive line does scare me. And if this game wasn't in, in New Orleans and it was a home game for the Saints, I could I could really see that, you know, the fans and that sort of thing getting getting to the offensive line and, you know, causing some more pressure and, you know, lo- losing some seconds for off uh, for Aaron Rodgers to throw the football. But I think now with it being in Jack a neutral site, I think the the time that he would maybe lose in the pocket and you know, in between play calls, isn't really going to be there because, like I said, it's going to be more of a neutral site now. But I love over in this game. And actually, here's a quick little fun fun fact stat: when Jameis Winston was the starter in Tampa Bay, the old went four in his starts in his last season as a starter. And the over under is what fifty, right? Yep, is at fifty, and I, I love that over. And okay. now. This game, if you talked to me about this game before the hurricane, because I, I let's let's be honest here, I didn't see Taysom Hill being named the starter. I knew that Jameis Winston was going to be named the starter because it was one of those situations where, at least from my perspective, was coming in the season like you got Jason Winston versus Taysom Hill in a QB battle. Taysom Hill, you know, he was known as kind of like the, the scrambler, the guy that you bring in there to shake things up a little bit. Jameis Winston lost a starting job to him. He would never have an opportunity to start in the NFL again. That that's mm. the way I looked at it, and I feel like that's the way Jameis probably had to look at it. And obviously, mm. he won that starting job, and now he's got Sean Payton. Like everyone wants to make the jokes like, "Oh, Jameis Winston interceptions or He has Sean Payton in his corner now. This is going to be a new and improved Jameis Winston. This is going to be a scary Jameis Winston. Mm. I, I know the mm. weapons aren't there yet. But like, give this, give give Jameis Winston a chance with Sean Payton, and and that's why I'm just dying to see uh, Michael Thomas come back. I really, really hope so. I really hope that Thomas, yeah. you know, does come back to New Orleans and they get that they get that thing right because th- this offense could can be rejuvenated. You know, they still have Alvin Kamara. They have a great offensive line. They obviously have Sean Payton. But yeah, I, I love the over. I love the over in this game. One of my favorite games right now on that week one will be the over in that game. Yeah, Mike, uh, you you really made a, um, an interesting point, man, because, you know, the last game uh, the Packers played of the season, they lost to Tampa, and, and Tampa Bay's D-line was all over Aaron, and it frustrated him. I, I, that's the key, I think, for Green Bay's success. Can that off of the line uh, protect him? I believe uh, David Bakhtiari is already out. Of the game, the tackle, so that's a big. Yeah, he won't be in there. Um, so and uh, you know they got uh, you know a decent offensive line. The guy Jenkins, I thought was a, a really good uh, guard for them. Young guy, this is going into his third year, um, and they, I, I love just uh, the skill position. Uh, they drafted Amari Rogers from Clemson. I think he's going to be a good uh, slot guy for them. They brought back Randall Cobb. You know they still got Adams, uh, Allen. Um, Lazar, I think, is going to be uh, taking another step in his career. Um, and Valdez Scantling is just a stretch guy. And Rodgers um, and Aaron Jones, you know, the, the 
good offense overall. Um, how powerful of offense do you think Aaron Rodgers uh, produces this year? Are they going to be picked up pretty much right where they left off? Or do you think Green Bay is going to be one of the best offensive teams in the league? You know, it's like it's like you don't want to you don't want to ever bet against discount double check, but <laughs> you know, like there's a lot that the the offense in this league and like we saw in our fantasy draft, like especially the wide receivers, like guys, how deep it is this year. Like there's a lot of talented teams this year and a lot of talented offenses with a full for the full off season for all these teams. I can't I can't throw the Packers offense in there as one of the top and and and, and to back it up before all the people in the Twitter space and social media come and attack. What my 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 thing of being a top offense is like one, two, three, you know, maybe top five and like that's it. Like don't don't no one else is that's it. Like it's top five and that's it. But like really top three, and, and I don't even see him in the top. I don't. I don't even see him in the top five, um, mm. as far as league wide. Um, wow, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's it was a lot. Made. And, and shout out to my guys like in the trenches, like offensive line. I want them to start getting some respect as to what features a good offense. I, I want some. I want to put some respect on my offensive linemen out there, like. Yeah. I want them to start being factored into like when, when people are discussing who has a good I want them to talk about the guys in the trenches because they they are a very big factor you know if not like 60 percent you know like they give me the time they you know so yeah, I, yeah absolutely I, so yeah I couldn't uh, put the Packers in there <laughs> I like the young guy uh they got out of Michigan uh Runyon uh, uh I think his dad okay. played the league for a while with the Packers uh, Billy Turner, Bakhtiari, um, you know, their offensive line is the key, man. You're right, man. The trenches, you know, especially we got a veteran quarterback like Rodgers, man. You got to protect him, man. That's why I think he was so pissed that they spent the first-round pick on a quarterback when, you know, they don't want to Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Come on. Man. That's, you know, I hear you, man. Um, he, yeah, he's probably sitting there like, look how old Brady is. He just won a Super Bowl. Don't <laughs> give me age. Do not give me Offensive right. line. Got to build yeah, the trenches. Man. Come on, man. It's, it's crazy to me, man. Um, my, our man uh, over in New Orleans, man, Alvin uh, Kamara, um, this dude is just lightning in the bottle. Uh, oh, what what type of year does this Saints offense have? I know you spoke on Winston and what you think he could be, you know, spending a year learning from Breeze, how to be a pro, learning from Peyton, uh, Sean Peyton's offense, you know, how dynamic it can be. Um, you know, the receiving core, um, you know, they're, they're losing Thomas for the first, you know, month plus. Uh, who steps up on their offense? Uh, is it uh, Traquan Smith, uh, Callaway? Uh, who, who, who is the, going to get the ball? The rookie uh, tight end? I, I think it will be Callaway, but the guy that needs to step up is Alvin Kamara. Like, like this is your mm. team now. Drew Brees is gone. Michael Thomas isn't there. Yeah, I know this is a quarterback-driven league, but this is your team now, and and Alvin Kamara needs to be the one that sets the tone in practice, sets the tone before the game, sets the tone during the game. Like it, it all starts with him. If he can establish the run, the offensive line is there. If Alvin Kamara can establish the run, then this team can go further because then the play-action fake, 
the play action opens up because they're going to be stacking the box against this team. Looking at like, there's no Michael, there's no Jared Cook out there, there's no Emmanuel Sanders, Callaway. Who I we we can't even pronounce this dude's first name. You know, like Trey Quan Smith. Who's that? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. and like, and by the way, Marcus Callaway, I think he's going to have a phenomenal season. Kids got talent. Um, okay. Like you know, coming in these defensive players, they're gonna they're gonna make you earn it. And they know who Alvin Kamara is. They know how dangerous he can be. And you know, even out of even if he's not running the ball, is how, how he can be as a receiver too, which I'm sure he'll be heavily featured in. You'll probably see some Taysom Hill being featured maybe at receiver or tight end too, as well. Like Sean Payton is gonna that. You know, this offense is up to at least par, if not better, with the options they have. He's not going to make any excuses. But Alvin Kamara is going to know how that establishes the tone for these guys. Because if he sets a tone, they're going to they're going to be just fine. Baltimore and Vegas, uh, Vegas primetime first game at Legion Stadium opens uh, with fans. Uh, Vegas uh, comes in as a home dog. You know, minus four and a half. Baltimore, David on the road. Lamar Jackson and company versus Carr. If J.K. Dobbins was playing in this game, the struggles would continue. so terrible. It would be awful. Like they would be call, probably calling for the firing of John Gruden right after, because like this would have been a brutal, blood bad beatdown by the Baltimore Ravens. Because like I'm just I'm so crushed. Like J.K. Dobbins is gonna come back from, you know phenomenal is going to be great like I have no doubts of that in my mind at all I'm just so crushed by the injury because this kid was going to have a phenomenal year and not a lot of people knew it like not a lot of, I feel like he wasn't getting the the respect or the hype that he would have gotten this year uh, with this team An, another great offensive line as well uh, with Lamar Jackson you know th- this team was uh, this this team could have been a special team this year and uh, with no Dobbins, it's it's definitely crushing. I, like Gus Edwards is great. You know, it, it's one of those things. It's, it would have been interesting to see that if this Dobbins injury happened like a week or two ago before Michelle was traded. I think you would have seen maybe the Ravens get their uh, get their hand at Sony Michelle. Uh, but obviously, you know, they're they're Gus Edwards is the is the guy for week one, but. You know, it, it's gonna. It, it was definitely a crushing, crushing loss for them. But back to the game of you know, of who's playing. I I, I think I'm gonna lean the Ravens here. I'm still leaning the Ravens, uh, just because of how great Lamar is and uh, what he can do, and that defense is great. But we know what John Gruden. We saw what John Gruden did with uh, Peterman last year. Um, and I, I know, obviously, Derek Carr started and he played. I'm talk. I'm talking about what Nathan Peterman did in the preseason last year. And I, I know people are like preseason, but if you go back a little bit further before that, how awful Peterman looked when he was with the Bills in that one start that he had, where he had like what six turnovers, something like that. Yeah, it's the Chargers, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought Nathan Peterman would never throw a completion again in the NFL, let alone look like he looked like a borderline pro bowler in the preseason compared to how he did the, the year before. No, it was preseason. But the point I'm making here is what John Gruden is able to do and how smart and football savvy he is, you can never count him out of a game, especially a week one game that he's been preparing for all year. 
Um, this is going to be a great game to watch. I, uh, another great game to watch, a nice Monday night game. I will, I'm still going to lean the Baltimore Ravens here, but this is definitely going to be a close game, and hence the four-and-a-half spread, four-and-a-half-point spread. Well, okay, Mike Ortiz, man, I really appreciate you coming on and talking to top games, going over some of the top um, you know, spreads uh, for this week. Are there any games that you, you could tell our listeners like to look out for as far as your hot takes, as far as uh, um, a good over/under or a, a good uh, you know teaser or parlay to play? Uh, so I, I think that the best bet for that I like um, outside of I'd say the Packers Saints over fifty would would actually be uh, the Denver Broncos minus two and a half. I think that's my best bet for the Ooh. for the week. Um, that would be a bet that, you know, I always tell people there's never, you can never, ever, 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 ever claim a lock on week one of the NFL season. You just can't. Or any season. Like, first week of NBA, you can't do it. But, that's in New York, right, Mike? Yep, that's now, in New York, too. But that the Denver Broncos minus two and a half is the closest thing that you could say to a lock. Ooh, okay, okay. I like Opening that. Week. I like that. Does Saquon play, you think, week one? I, I'm saying that with him not playing uh, week okay, one. Okay. I'm saying yeah. that with Saquon not Um, If Saquon so if he plays, plays does, that, does that change your, your mind as far as – obviously, he's such a big factor, but – yeah, if he plays, it, does that does that still? It definitely, it definitely changed the the betting perspective. I I guess, in in units wise, like I would cut it in half. Like if he doesn't play, I I'm very confident. If he doesn't play, I'm very very confident in the Broncos. The Broncos win handily. If Saquon does play, game gets a little different. And just to jump into it a little bit, just a reason, Daniel Jones. Uh, mm. I will not call him by that nickname that people have self-proclaimed him. Not Danny, the 10 cents in, in the pocket. Like, no, he is Danny Pennies. He, I don't even want to put a, put a currency on him. He has not earned that name. And it, it's going to be Danny in the negatives. He's going to be owing some people money on after week one because defense is no joke and they're hungry. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to be a tough, tough matchup week one. And if he didn't on Barkley, oh, man. They're for him. They're coming Ooh, for him. I like that. <laughs> I like that, man. That's going to be interesting, man, because there, there's a lot of talk, um, you know, with uh, the Giants. Okay, Mike, man. Well, thank you again, man. And please let our listeners know where they can support and follow your work. Yeah, you can just follow me at O-R-T-I-Z-D-Y-S-T. Uh, follow me on Twitter. That's uh, my handle for Twitter and Instagram. I'm active on Twitter. I give out a lot of free plays as well. Uh, last Sunday, I actually gave a whole free card out, and I think we won 45 units. It's been pretty wow. Just always follow. Uh, subscribe to my tweets because I like to do a lot of uh, – Live tweeting as well. Do some live bets, added plays, second half plays. Uh, so, say college football this weekend too. College, great games this weekend too for college football. Great games. Man, can't wait, man. That's the way to start the weekend. Well, okay, Mike, man. We'll have you on again, man, later on down the line. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll tune in next time.